Welcome to this Stroke Journey podcast, brought to you by the National Stroke Education Center at the University of Cincinnati, your premier source for comprehensive diagnostic and therapeutic stroke education from the pre-hospital and emergency settings through the ICU and rehabilitation. Please welcome today's host, Dr. William Knight. Hello, my name is Bill Knight, coming to you from the National Stroke Education Center. Today, I have the privilege and honor of being with my friend and colleague, Dr. Matt Smith. Matt is a neurocritical care physician and a neurointerventional physician who is here to talk to us today about how to use the ASPECT score. So first of all, Matt, welcome and thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. What is the ASPECT score? I think that that is something that people like you and I are, are pretty familiar with, but, but maybe not people who do stroke on a regular basis. What is it and, and how do we use it in our, in our practice? Sure, the ASPECT score has been around clinically since the early 2000s, um, but really has only come into widespread practice with the advent of mechanical thrombectomy. It is the Alberta Stroke Program Early CT Score and it is a tool to search for early ischemic changes on a non-contrast head CT, which then helps select patients for mechanical thrombectomy or other reperfusion treatments. The score works by dividing the brain into 10 different regions in the cortex and then some of the deep structures, and then you lose one point for every region that has an early ischemic change, like subtle hypodensity, lack of gray-white, or early edema. A score of 10 is perfect, a normal brain. A score of zero is a brain that's already fully infarcted. And most guidelines recommend looking at six and above as a good score and below as a poor or a low aspects. Do you think that this aspect score is something that really just should fall into the domain of radiology? Or do you think that this is something that, say, emergency physicians should start incorporating into their review and practice of, of head CTs for ischemic stroke patients? It's a really important communication tool, just like the GCS and just like the NIH stroke scale. It's really used less for clinical prediction and more as a way to communicate with your stroke team and your interventionist. For example, if you call me and say, I have a 71-year-old with a left M1 occlusion and an aspects of seven, I know exactly what that means and I know to get my cath lab ready right away. Do you find that there is a really good correlation between I'm going to use the, the dangerous term, uh, time since uh, when a stroke started and what the aspects looks like, or is it kind of germane to age and comorbidities and everything else? Yeah, certainly there are fast and slow progressors when it comes to stroke and how fast a head CT changes. As I'll talk about in some other brief talks here, there's such thing as a, a good aspects of five and a bad aspects of five, and we can go into that a little bit more later. How do you as an interventionalist incorporate the history, the physical, the radiology using the aspects, and even the CT angiogram as you prepare to take a patient with a large vessel occlusion to the angio suite. Yeah, the history and the physical are the most important. Um, if somebody's presenting within an hour or two of their last normal and they have a devastating exam, we're going to proceed to angiography pretty much regardless of what the CT aspects is. You bring up the CTA, which is a important um, kind of adjunctive tool. Oftentimes people will look at the aspect score based on the CTA and suggest whether or not there's an area of hyperperfusion or not. And while this may have some predictive value later on, uh, it's not a guideline recommended way to suggest people receive or do not receive mechanical thrombectomy. Is there some element where you could use the, the aspect score and a non-con or even a CTA as kind of a poor man's or poor woman's CT perfusion? 
It's tempting to do so. Uh, it's tempting to look at a CTA source imaging window down and to see a area that has less contrast in it and suspect that that will be infarcted core. Uh, doing so is going to exclude people from receiving thrombectomy rather than increase the population that you can provide uh, what we know is a um, successful and, and good therapy for. Awesome. Uh, final question I have for you. How would you, as a, uh, as a consultant, as a stroke physician, an interventionalist, as an intensivist, how would you recommend people outside of your specialty, both radiology as well as uh, emergency medicine, uh, to operationalize the use of an of a aspect score? Yeah, that's great. There are websites that can teach you how to accurately calculate an aspect score. And so I think doing those brief trainings are a good way to beef up your communication as an EM physician uh, to the rest of your stroke team and interventional team. Awesome. I think that this is a, it's a valuable tool. It's one that, like you said, has been around a long time and, and does help as that communication tool. I think that that was very elegant to, to link that in, no different GCS, NIH stroke scale, et cetera, in terms of a communication tool to help us read those head CTs that we used to focus on blood, no blood, and now we actually have something that can help us incorporate early signs of ischemia, and I think that that is awesome. Matt, I really appreciate you being with, uh, here with us today. Uh, thank you so much. This is Bill Knight again with the NSEC, coming to you from the University of Cincinnati with Matt Smith. Thanks again, Matt. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. This Stroke Journey podcast is a collaboration between the National Stroke Education Center, M. Craig International, and MedEd on the go. For more comprehensive, high-quality educational resources for healthcare professionals, please visit strokejourney.com. <laughs>